0: Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B,
1: here's Rob Nice. Come on, tell me. Guess what day it is. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, it is game day. Preseason game number two. The New Orleans Saints set to take on the Oakland Raiders at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome for 7 p.m. Hello? Good Friday to everyone. It's Rob Nice, the host of the Black and Blue Report. Today, we got a great show coming up, and you can listen to it. So excited about this. You can listen to it, watch videos, and get all the game updates from the New Orleans Saints app. You can download this. Be sure to look for it. It's New Orleans Saints. It's absolutely free and I'm on this thing right now and I'm looking at video and photos from practices. They have the stations on there and much more. All the training camp updates, uh the the newest and, and latest interviews are on there. John DeShazer, you can check out Sean Kelly and you may even see me on there just a little bit. So be sure to download it. It's New Orleans Saints app and you can also get all the black and blue reports on there. I think that maybe one of the most important things about the app. But that's just me saying that because it's Friday and you are listening to the Black and Blue Report. It's game day, and I'm so excited for this game that I watched some of the football games last night. It was very rough to watch, including... The San Diego Chargers and Chicago Bears, it seems as if they had about seven to eight turnovers. Don't know the exact number. I know the final score, though. Chicago held on to a 33-28 victory. Cleveland and Detroit. Trent Richardson looked very good. Uh, Cleveland held on to win that game 24-6. Michael Vick was 9 of 10. Philly won Over Carolina, 14-9, and for everybody that's getting ready for opening night, the Saints taking on the Atlanta Falcons. You'll be pleased to know that Baltimore, they beat them, and they also showed some weaknesses across the middle. We won't go into those details, but we'll just give you the final score. 27-23, the Baltimore Ravens, the world champions. They beat the Atlanta Falcons, 27-23. On today's show, we have Rick Cleveland. He's kind of a famous guy in the state of Mississippi. uh, Over 40 years in covering sports, including getting a chance to cover the great Archie Manning. We'll talk to him about uh, the upcoming season and what are his thoughts about the New Orleans Saints. There's also a big run. Everybody in New Orleans, they take part in these these runs where you put all kinds of paint on. Uh, you run with dresses. Well, there is a back-to-football run that's happening August 31st. We'll have more details about that. And, and no other race is going to end like this race. We're talking about the 50-yard line at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. What a finish line for that race. We'll talk more about that. We'll hang out with the newest Saint Patrick Creighton plays wide receiver and he also uh, he played with some other teams but the Dallas Cowboys is what I really remember him as a member of that team so that big rivalry we'll we'll talk to him about that and what are his thoughts about the upcoming game this season and from what I understand we have to be very quiet it's game day we're we're sneaking in with the microphones but we're going to get a chance to hang out with Patrick Creighton and we'll also talk to John DeShazer so don't go anywhere it's the Friday edition the game day edition of the Black and Blue Report
2: Saints fans. Show your true colors and get in the action with the all-new Black and Gold Saints Scratch-Off from the Lottery. Win up to $100,000. Play all three
1: seeds. You have
2: to play to win. That's right. Enter your non-winning Black and Gold Saints tickets in our second chance drawings for a chance to win autographed Saints merchandise or one of four Saints game day prize packages. Next entry deadline is September 3rd. Pick up your Black and Gold Saints Scratch-Off from the Lottery. Win up to $100,000. Must be at least 21 purchase. The second annual Saints Back to Football Run presented by Chevron will be held on Saturday, August 31st. The 5K race benefiting Team Gleason, the One Fund Boston, and the Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation will include an NFL Play 61 mile fun run for kids. Participants of all abilities will have the opportunity to race through the streets of downtown New Orleans towards the finish line at the 50-yard line of the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Gumbo and Sir Saint. Along with the Saints stations, we'll be on hand to cheer on participants. And a post-race party with live entertainment and a beer garden will take place in Champion Square. All participants will receive a Saints Back to Football Run shirt, a commemorative finishers medal, and an NFL-approved badge. Registration is now open at NFLRunSeries.com/Saints.
3: This is Eric, general manager of the Raising Canes and Kenner. To describe a Saints fan, you could say excited, committed, but definitely hungry. And that's when Raising Cane's is fans' best friend. Fresh, never-frozen chicken fingers made fresh daily cane sauce, and a friendly Cane's crew committed to serving you the best chicken finger meals around. Touchdown Saints! Raising Cane's, official chicken of the New Orleans Saints. One
4: city, one team, one (laughs) love.
1: Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. It's Rob Nice here with you on game day. The Saints are set to face the Oakland Raiders in preseason game number two, 7 p.m. at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Be sure to log on and check out the homepage of NewOrleansaints.com to find out. If you cannot make it to the Dome, you can watch the preseason game live online more information on the way but right now we have a very special guest we have rick cleveland on the line more than 40 years as a sports editor and columnist uh in mississippi got a chance to cover the the great saint archie manning he's on the line how are you doing today
5: i'm doing great rob
1: now we understand that this is a busy day for you today Uh, what do you have going on
5: well you know i'm the uh, executive director of the mississippi sports hall of fame right now and i have uh well, we're we're re we're renovating our inside and outside, and I've got meetings with architects, and we're going over stuff, trying to figure out exactly what we're going to do. There's going to be a lot of black and gold in it. I can tell you that much.
1: Very nice. Now, now for Saints fans that are, that are listening to the Black and Blue Report, the, the the fan base goes beyond Mississippi and probably about two or three states outside of Louisiana. How has Saints football been been a staple in Mississippi?
5: Well. You know, I can just tell you from my personal perspective of having grown up in Hattiesburg and, you know, my daddy taking me down for the first, very first Saints regular season game at Tulane Stadium. And when John Gilliam returned that kickoff uh, against the Rams, he was running right. When he crossed the goal line, I could see his jaws trembling from the effort. So that's how close I was to it. Uh, I don't know how I many people know how closely in, intertwined Mississippi and, and the Saints are, but the the very first Saint under contract was Paige Cothran, who was out of Ole Miss. And uh, then, of course, everybody knows about, you know, Archie Manning and and how how much a part of the Saints he made Mississippi. I mean, he... He instantly made anybody that wasn't a Saints fan already, you know, became a Saints fan because of Archie. But there's been so many ties through the year, including the fact that they they trained in Hattiesburg and in Jackson at Millsaps at different times. Leading rusher in Saints history is Deuce McAllister. It just goes on and on.
1: And Deuce is an old Miss guy, and you can still find him just either in Mississippi or New Orleans. He's kind of made them both his homes. Now, uh, talk about Archie for a second. How uh, incredible is it to see not only uh, he become th- this Hall of Fame uh, stature, this this legend in between New Orleans and Mississippi, as well as his two sons, they now have three Super Bowl rings in between them, and the legacy of Archie and his family uh, reigns on in this city between here and Mississippi. You
5: know, I, I would venture to say that Archie's Mississippi's all time sports hero. I don't I don't think anybody would argue that. It'd be either Archie or Walter Payton and it'd be neck and neck, uh, for popularity in, in Mississippi and and then, you know, what Eli did at, at Ole Miss was remarkable and then what he's done with the Giants since then. Payton's the one who's never lived here. You know, he's the one that's never lived in Mississippi, but we still kinda claim him too.
3: <laughs>
1: not a bad person to claim at all now have you been following the saints as of late and what do you think uh about the team going into this season
5: well i'm real anxious to see how uh you know how much of a difference having sean payton back will make you know i think it 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 was kind of they never never got in any kind of rhythm last year and i think the, the whole payton deal had a lot to do with that uh I don't think there's any question they're going to be really good offensively. I'm, you know, as a longtime watcher, I'm, I'm most concerned about the defense and how and how they'll be.
1: Now, it's a new system this year going in, into uh, a new season with new defensive coordinator Rob Ryan. So it's a new defensive scheme. Uh, a couple new players. We kind of uh, shored up the cornerback the position with Keenan Lewis and, and a couple uh, revolving pieces on there. How do you think that's going to affect the defense this year?
5: I do think they'll be better in coverage, but to me, the whole deal with pass defense is always comes, from, it starts up front, not, not at the back end. And if you don't get any pass rush and if they don't improve their pass rush, I don't care how good the corners are. You, you can't cover those guys forever, you know? Okay. You gotta get pass rush. Gotta get, got, got to get to the quarterback. And to me, that's the whole game now in the NFL. If you can't get to the quarterback, you you're not going to be able to play defense.
1: Well, hopefully, we can see some of that tonight against the Oakland Raiders, who come into this with that pistol formation and running the 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 newer, more college-like game with the read option, and they have that tonight with Terrell Pryor. Now, in 2011, you became the first sports writer to ever be honored with the uh, the Richard Wright Lifetime Achievement Award. How is that, uh, as as getting that recognition with, with 40 years in covering sports, uh, how was that to receive that award?
5: It was humbling to say the least. In Mississippi, you know, this is the state that produced Faulkner and Welty and uh, Willie Morris and so many other great writers, including Richard Wright, to receive, a, be the first sports writer to ever receive that award was, was really, well, humbling's the only word I can say, i not sure it was deserving, but I'm, I'm I'm happy that a sports writer did get it because uh, I've often thought that some of the best writing in not only in newspapers but magazines and also books is, is often written about sports by sports writers.
1: Now you said that the 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 Hall of Fame that it's going to have some black and gold in there. Can you reveal some of the pieces?
5: Archie is a big part of the of the Hall of Fame now uh, and. Deuce will be eligible for the Hall of Fame next year. Joe Horn can't be that far behind. Uh, so, you know, there's always going to be a Saints, uh, presence in, in the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame just because of how we talked earlier about how the, the Saints and, and Mississippi have been intertwined. And I, I have on the drawing boards and hope to have a, uh, a New Orleans Saints exhibit, uh, at some time in the near future. I mean, I, I really want to... I think it's a part of Mississippi that needs to be shown off in the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame because the New Orleans Saints have been that much a part of our culture. I mean, Mississippi lives and dies for the Saints just like New Orleans and South Louisiana does.
1: All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, if you get a chance, be sure to visit the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame and Museum. Rick Cleveland, we know you got a busy day today. Thank you for calling in to the Black and Blue Report. We have more coming up, and it's game day, ladies and gentlemen. The Saints and Oakland Raiders face off at 7 p.m. at the Mercedes Benz Superdome. We got more coming up next.
6: What makes Auctioner Primary Care such a great choice? Is it because we have 38 health centers throughout the region, some with evening and weekend hours available? Or because we accept close to 50 different insurance plans? Could it be because we offer MyOctioner, which gives you and your family secure online access to your health records, test results, prescription renewals, even emails with your doctor? or that you'll be connected to seven hospitals with 2,500 affiliated physicians who can handle everything from the common to the complex, so you'll never have to wonder if you made the right choice. Actually, what you may like the most is. Yes, we have a location near you. Expertise and convenience, great reasons to choose an auctioner primary care physician. To find one near you, Visit auctioner.org or call 1 866 auctioner. That's O C H S N E R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind.
0: Hey there. What you having?
6: Um, what kind of specials do you have today?
0: Well, tonight we're doing $2 benzene and tonics, $4 lemon arsenics, and $5 beryllium bombs. Wait, what? Those don't sound like drinks. They sound like types of poison. Well, it's a fine line. Besides, this is a smoky bar. What do you think we're all breathing in right now? Uh, I don't know. Nicotine? Listen, I'm gonna hook you up. You're not really living until you've had a formaldehyde martini.
6: Yeah, I'm going home. Secondhand smoke does more than just stink. It costs Louisiana thousands of lives, and contains dozens of harmful chemicals that lead to things like emphysema, heart disease, and lung cancer. Learn what's being done to protect all Louisianans in bars and gaming facilities at letsbetotallyclear.org.
1: Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. It is game day. New Orleans Saints will be taking on the Oakland Raiders 7 p.m. at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. It's Rob Knight here with you, and we have a very special guest on the line now. There's this big race that's coming up. The Saints back to football run, presented by Chevron. It returns to kick off the 2013 season. As I understand, they have the uh, the start of the race will be at Champion Square, and the end of the race. What a better way to end the race is at the 50-yard line right there on the field at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Pleased to be joined right now by Jamie Monroe. He is the event director for the race.
3: Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate you uh, getting me on your show.
1: Now, this sounds fun. Can you tell us a little bit more about this big race that's going to be happening August 31st?
3: Yeah, absolutely. This is our second year uh, running the race. You're correct. It does start in Champion Square. It heads down Poydras and down St. Peter's and into the French Quarter before coming back to the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. And one of the things that's so unique about this race is runners get to come down the tunnel onto the field, finish at the 50-yard line, uh, right there, the iconic fleur-de-lis on the 50-yard line, and uh, have their moment of glory.
1: So, anybody that's listening, that that's a runner or that that uh, maybe just a little bit intimidated by a 5K race, which is only three miles, when you get near the mercedes-benz superdome just the thought of running through that tunnel as if you're a player this is kind of like a lifelong dream for myself and a lot of people out there right now you get a chance to run through the tunnel and finish at the 50 yard line now this is the second year that you guys are doing this race and it's a 5k race and we understand that we have a race that's one mile for for the younger runners as well
3: yeah that's correct i mean i mean first i want to say you don't have to be a runner to do this race this, I mean, it's, there'll be some serious folks out there trying to, you know, break 20 minutes for the three-mile run, but most people are out there jogging, walking, and it's all about their experience to be on the field. I mean, this is really a celebration of back-to-football. Of the season's going to kick off, and we're excited about our Saints. Starts in Champion Square. Uh, and Sir Saint and Gumbo, the mascots, will be leading the kids out, and the kids get a finish on the 50-yard line as well. We've got the Saints patients out there cheering on the runners at the start and finish line. I mean, you you really can't get a better fan experience. So even if you're not a runner, I mean, we're all trying to get healthy and stay fit. You know, come out, walk the three miles, enjoy. You know, put on your black and gold and uh, and just get ready to celebrate the season.
1: Twenty minutes a mile. That's what you mean, right? Because that's my time.
3: <laughs> no, that's that's a great time. Actually, our average time for most people that complete this race is about fifty minutes. So you know, just under twenty minutes a mile. But we will have a couple fast guys that'll do it in about. I'd say 15 to 16 minutes, you know, five-minute miles. So those guys are, are super elite and uh, not your typical Saints fan.
1: Well, I think walking out there to the starting line in itself is a victory alone. Now, there there's going to be some charities uh, uh, that this race. It's, it's going for a very good cause. Can you describe some of those uh, those charities and where the proceeds will be going?
3: Sure. There's three great charities this year. You've got Team Gleason, you know, benefiting uh, ALS and, and the support of that cause. We've got One Fun Boston, and then we've also got the Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation, which, you know, obviously a big hat's off to them and the city of New Orleans for um, helping make this uh, race happen and close down the streets in the French Quarter and and on Poitras. So, again, Team Gleason, One Fun Boston, and the Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation, and you can all make additional donations online when you register.
1: Sounds like an awesome day that's going to be happening Saturday, August 31st. Now, how can they register and sign up for this race?
3: Going to go to nflrunseries.com/saints. We've got about 12 different other teams participating in this series, but far and away the Saints are the most popular race. We'll have 5,000 runners out there, another 5,000 fans. And I also wanted to throw out there's probably one of the the best unique giveaways that we're given this year is the, uh, you know, supported by Chevron are those clear vinyl security bags that are approved by the NFL to get into the game. So, you know, hats off to our sponsor, Chevron, for providing those bags and and helping all the fans get in the stadium and and be compliant with the new nfl bag policy
1: that is really great news to hear from warner williams and of course once again the saints have contributed to the economic growth and the social fabric of the region that chevron calls home uh, great words from warner williams right there now i will be the fastest person to the water and then I probably will help hand out the water to the great runners that will be at this great race.
3: In New Orleans fashion, I mean, yeah, yeah everyone's going to drink water and stay hydrated and, and, and all of that. But post-race, we've got a, a finish line concert in Champion Square and uh, a Bud Light beer garden. So there will be uh, beer again after the race so everyone can celebrate and, and wear their uh, Back to Football Saints official finisher medals. We're giving medals to all finishers this year, something new. Uh, so you have uh, a keepsake to say, I towed the line in Champion Square and, and finished on the field.
1: That is an awesome race. Just just to participate in that, which is happening Saturday, August 31st, not only to, to come out and run and, and stay fit and, and exercise and participate in a healthy lifestyle, but you also are doing it for a great cause, and you can celebrate with, with some of the best fans in the world with, with the NFL and the Saints Nation that are going to be hanging out and also get a chance to enjoy a free concert following the race. So, I mean, it just sounds like a fun day. And once again, for, for all the parents out there, there will be the NFL Play 60 one-mile fun run for the kids. There are going to be tons of things that the kids can do. So this is pretty much something that the whole family can come out and participate in.
3: Yeah, we're super excited. The, the NFL Play 60 component uh, partnering with the, with the Saints is, is great for the, the kids in the city of New Orleans. And, uh, I mean, the, the, as far as pictures go, you're not going to see any better images from this race than Sir St. and Gumbo leading out 500-plus kids um, down the tunnel and onto the field.
1: Well, it will be a lot of fun, and it's happening Saturday, August 31st, and it ends at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome right there in the 50-yard line. Jamie Monroe, the event director of this big race, thanks for calling in to the Black and Blue Report. Coming up, we'll hear from Patrick Creighton, the newest New Orleans Saint, and John DeShazer giving you a preview of tonight's preseason game number two as the New Orleans Saints will face the Oakland Raiders. It's all coming up.
3: This is Eric, general manager of the Raisin Canes in Kenner. To describe a Saints fan, you could say excited, committed, but definitely hungry. Yeah. And that's when Raisin Canes is fans best friend. No. Fresh, never-frozen chicken fingers made fresh daily cane sauce, and a friendly Canes crew committed to serving you the best chicken finger meals around. Touchdown
4: Saints! Raisin Canes, official chicken of the New Orleans Saints. One city, one team, Whoa. one love somewhere in a town like the one you're in there is a person like you headed to a store to buy bud light however these bud lights give you a chance to win prizes that are best described as music firsts like monster dna headphones access to tracks and merchandise from today's hottest artists and even tickets to one of bud light music first history making 50 51 concerts on august 1st but before people like you can win they need to head to a place where bud light is sold it's finally here, Bud Light Music First. Enter the code inside specially marked packages of Bud Light for your chance to win one of over 500,000 music prizes all summer long. Visit BudLight.com slash Music First for rules and more information. Bud Light Music First. It's the sound of history being made. Here we go. No purchase necessary. Open the U.S. Residence 21 and over. Ends 8 15 13. To play without purchase, mail your name, email address, and age to Music First Game, PO Box 753726, El Paso, Texas 88575. Void where prohibited. Enjoy responsibly. AB St. Louis, Missouri. Don't want to miss
1: out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24 7, 365. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get text messages with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelicans mobile alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features. Plus, sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Rob Nice here with a very special guest on game day. The Saints are getting set to have preseason game number two live at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome as they take on the Oakland Raiders. And we have one of our newest members of the New Orleans Saints, Patrick Creighton, joining us. I appreciate you for having me, man. Now, it's been a whirlwind, of course, getting acclimated to new systems. And what, what has the past few days been like for you?
7: Uh, it's, like you said, it's been a whirlwind. My head's been spinning a little bit the first couple days. Then I kind of got settled in and start, you know, memorizing things and putting stuff into some old terms I was, you know, Comfortable with so once I put it into those type of terms, it kind of made it a little bit easy learning everything.
1: Now, how is the adjustment you putting in new plays and, and adjusting it to, to a new quarterback in Drew Brees? How's it going to be going into your first preseason game with a new club?
7: Uh, it's going to be a little different, a little different. But I mean, at the end of the day, man, it's football. You go out there, man, run your routes, be where your quarterback needs to be, and it makes it easier on him.
1: Now, speaking of uh, making it easier on him, how did you feel when you got the news that you would be playing with Drew Brees in the New Orleans Saints? Uh, great, I feel great. Uh, I think I kind
7: of jumped for joy inside. Try not to show too much emotion because I know I still had to get down here, learn everything
1: and stuff, and get into the rotation first. You came from the Dallas Cowboys. but Can you give us a little insight on that game that we're going to have later on this season? Mm -hmm. You're switching on the other side. Uh, Let's talk about that lineup and and that rivalry because it has kind of become one over the years. Definitely,
7: definitely. I think you always want to prove to your old club that doesn't have you anymore, that you still can play, and you're still going to come with a little more extra versus them. Now, you're on the offensive side, but anything that we should know about Coach Rob Ryan on the defensive end? He's a guy of many words, a lot of the words you can't repeat on TV, but uh, I know he's intense. Uh, I think you love that. I think, like they said, all the players that play with him love playing for him. Uh, And I think when you got a defensive coordinator and a coach like that, you kind of play a little bit extra for the coach. So
1: what's okay. on, on the goal list for you coming into a new club and, and continuing your NFL career?
7: I think you never get complacent. I think that's one of uh things I think that's, that's kept me around a little bit. I've never gotten comfortable with what I've done and things like that. I've always tried to improve each year, get better in my game and everything, so I think that's what helps a lot.
1: Have you heard about the food here in New Orleans?
7: Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good, man. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm fighting it more and more while I'm in camp and everything. I'll get a chance to maybe enjoy some tomorrow night after the game and everything and stuff, so. Well, know what's that going?
1: Well, Patrick Crate, thanks for stopping by. We'll be back to wrap things up with John DeShazer. You are listening to the Black and Blue Report on Game GameDay.
6: What do you say to someone whose heart is on the line? That at Auctioner, an entire team of experts will collaborate to develop the best treatment for you. That we have procedures so revolutionary they aren't available anywhere else in the region including breakthrough ways to more effectively manage heart failure and repair heart valves? That U.S. News & World Report ranks Auctioner Medical Center's heart program among the nation's very best? Or that with over 170 heart experts and seven hospitals to choose from, the exceptional cardiac care you need is always close to home? Actually, the most important thing to say is, your results are back. Everything looks great. Better outcomes. Just one more reason to choose Auctioner. To find a heart specialist near you, visit auctioner.org or call 1 866 Auctioner. That's O C H S N E R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind.
1: The offseason for your New Orleans Pelicans has been exciting with All-Star Drew Holiday and former Rookie of the Year Tyreek Evans being added to a lineup headlined by Anthony Davis and Ryan Anderson. Now, with the release of half-season and 12-game plans at varying price levels, there truly is a ticket plan for every fan. Packages start as low as $13 per game and feature the best seat locations to see All-Star opponents, including the world champion Miami Heat. Visit Pelicans.com or call 525-HOOP to get your seats today. Hey, New Orleans Saints fans, show your true
2: colors and get in the action with the all-new Black and Gold Saints Scratch-Off from the Lottery. Win up to $100,000. Play all three seeds. You have to play to win. That's right. Enter your non-winning Black and Gold Saints tickets in our second-chance drawings for a chance to win autographed Saints merchandise or one of four Saints game day prize packages. Next entry deadline is September 3rd. Pick up your Black and Gold Saints Scratch-Off from the Lottery. Win up to $100,000. Must be at least 21 purchase
0: it's saints game day this is the black and blue report
1: that's gonna do it game time is at 7 p.m at Sadie Spins superdome where the saints will be taking on the oakland raiders in preseason game number two looking to build off of that first game victory 17 13 score over the kansas city chiefs pleased to be joined by john DeShazer. he's going to give us a quick preview of what we can see for tonight's game john what should we look forward to in this game tonight
8: Well, I think one of the big things you want to see is if there's going to be any improvement with the special teams coverage. Um, Really had a miserable showing against Kansas City. Uh, The Chiefs averaged 17.7 yards per punt return, 45.3 yards per kickoff return. Those areas have to be cleaned up. Also, you want to watch out for David Hawthorne, that inside linebacker. Jonathan Vilma's out with that knee injury. We don't know how long he's going to be out. David Hawthorne stepped into that position last year. He got injured during the season, so he really didn't get a chance to show who he was. He wants to get that opportunity. And also backup quarterback Seneca Wallace. He might be a little bit behind because he was injured with that groin injury. Luke McCown came in, played extremely well against Kansas City. So Seneca's got a little room to make up.
1: Now, we also have a new receiver uh, on the lineup. We have Patrick Creighton here. What what can he give early on, and will he see much action tonight?
8: Well, even though he just came in, he's, he's a 34-year-old vet, and also he played with Dallas Cowboys when Sean Payton was the offensive coordinator there. So he probably acclimated to the offense fairly quickly. He can also return punts, so he plays special teams. Whether or not he's going to play a whole lot tonight, I'm not exactly sure. I know they like their front-line receivers. We know Marcus Colson's still out, so that gives an opportunity for someone else to step into that void. One of the guys who stepped in last week was Preston Parker, but I think Patrick Creighton will get an opportunity to play.
1: Now, we, we see the, the pistol and the read option with the Oakland Raiders with, with Terrell Pryor, and that's definitely not Matt Flynn when he comes into the game. But down the road, when we see athletic and mobile quarterbacks, do, do we show different looks or do we take this aggressive approach, even though it is preseason? This is a great test run to see the read option in that pistol formation.
8: Well, certainly you want to show some things. You don't want to show everything that you're going to do, but you know you want to pretty much r- remain a lot of times in, a, in your base defense. You don't necessarily want to again show your hand, but you want to show the ability to stop it also. So this will be some practice run, and yeah, you will get an opportunity to play against Terrell Pryor is you know maybe a guy who can mimic a Cam Newton from Carolina. So you know this might be the guy who gives you that practice feel against you know live action against Cam
1: Newton. Now, Sean Payton said yesterday that Matt Flynn coming out of college was highly recruited and and they they followed his career a little bit to see that he beat out quarterbacks and he earned his position with Seattle only to to be with the new team this year in Oakland. Is he coming here or coming into this season with, with a lot to prove? Do you think that he shows that tonight?
8: Well, I absolutely think he's got a lot to prove. This is his third team in three years. He goes back to Green Bay. Then he was in Seattle last year, got beat out by Russell Wilson. Now he's getting his opportunity with the Oakland Raiders. So certainly I think this is his opportunity of a lifetime. I mean, he thought it was that way in Seattle last last year, and unfortunately – you know, for him, the rookie Russell Wilson came in and really showed up big. So this is a golden opportunity for him. Again, third team in three years. And this is his chance to show what he's got and really, really make an impact.
6: Now,
1: he's not a bad quarterback, though. What do you? We, I mean, it, the Russell Wilson's the one in a million. Of course, he's not playing behind in front of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, do you think that just has been his luck of the draw? Because he's been in the league and been a very uh, worthy of that number two position. But do you think that this is his opportunity now? Not with us tonight, but do you think that this will be his year? to show that he's an NFL starting caliber quarterback?
8: Well, it's going to have to be. I mean, you know, their general manager in Oakland is Reggie McKenzie, who was also in Green Bay with him. So he knows what he has with Matt Flynn. Now, Terrell Pryor is an extremely talented player. If Terrell Pryor manages to beat out Matt Flynn in this preseason, And certainly he's going to have some concerns about his NFL career. But this is a golden opportunity for him, this one right here, because as you mentioned, he wasn't going to beat out Aaron Rodgers, and Russell Wilson might have been one of those once-in-a-lifetime type deals. So this is his opportunity to
1: seize the day. All he has to do is do it. Now, uh, for the last preseason game, I had the red beans, I had the fried chicken, but I did not have a jacket.
8: That's a vet move right there, baby. That's all that is. That's a vet move. I've been in there a few times, and uh, it can freeze up, especially where we are. Folks, if you don't know, we're in the 700 section, and that's right up under the A.C. vents. So you can imagine, and I got a bald head, so you can imagine what it's going to be like for me. So I learned a long time ago bring something to wear as a jacket, bring something to put on your head, and you try to keep warm, and you try to keep a cold from coming, so I'm, I, that's a vet move right there, that's all I can say. Cool. See, now that you've been there, you're a vet. Now you know.
1: That's what we call Ricky Hazen right there. As long as the Saints are putting those helmets on their heads this evening, that's all that matters. Kickoff's at 7 p.m. We thank you for listening to the Black and Blue Report. We'd like to thank all of our guests, including our newest New Orleans Saint, Patrick Creighton. Be sure to join us at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome tonight for tonight's game. It's preseason game number two. Check out the best of the Black and Blue report with daniel Salison tomorrow thank you guys for listening once again to the black and blue report thanks for
0: listening to this edition of the black and blue report if all goes well we'll be back next week tune in each weekday at 1 p.m or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and pelicans.com follow your teams direct from the source the black and blue report